and welcome to the Christina Talks podcast. It is just me. It's one of those episodes where it's just me talking to myself about something that has been bothering me or I seem to have been saying on repeat. And this is one of those on repeat episodes. So if we've spoken in the last two weeks or in the last the last couple of months, probably, and this has come up, I apologize but I also don't apologize. So what I want to talk to you about right now, it is a marketing topic. Um, and you know, I try not to get too heavy on the marketing stuff on here. You can follow me over on green umbrella for all that stuff, but there is something I want to chat about because people listening to this, you know, you probably do run a business or you're in marketing and you probably have something that needs to be launched or relaunched. And, you know, social media is the fantastic place to be able to do that. It's a fantastic place to have that product, have that sort, that service, package it up and share it with the masses and with the masses that need it. And like I said, it's, you know, whether it's just the beginning of the year and people are launching new businesses, new, new things, this conversation keeps coming up. Like, how do I launch my product, my service, whatever it might be? How do I launch it using social media? And I just figured, I mean, I did write a blog on this, but I figured let's do an audio as well. Why not? One of the things I talk about all the time is repurposing content. So why not repurpose some content yourself, Christina? Do what you say you're going to do. Do what you tell people to do. So here's the thing. And let's just remember, this is general information. If I was talking to you directly, if you're selling a pet product, if you are selling an app, my advice is going to be different. If you are selling a B2B service, if you are selling a, you know, maybe you're a life coach and therefore it's more of a B2C kind of transaction, my advice would be different. So Listen to this, the bare bones of this structure. And remember how you apply this to you is going to be very individual. And if you want to talk to me one-to-one, like just let me know and we can talk this through. But if you're coming to launch, what I really need you to do is understand the process. So many people are thinking, oh, I need to launch, I need to launch. Like, how am I going to get this message out? But what they forget is before you launch, you need to build an audience. Otherwise, you're launching to nobody. Okay. If I mean, you're either launching to nobody or if you're really, really brave, you've told your mum about it and you're launching to her. Okay. So before we get into that launch process, make sure that we have built an audience. The last thing we want to do is get out there shouting about it to an empty room. Okay. So how are you going to do this? So let's think about the audience we're trying to attract. What are they going to be interested in that is related to our product or service or app, whatever it's going to be? Like, what what are the other things that they're going to be wanting to talk about? If you can talk about those things, then you start to drop a few hints on a topic, on an area of interest, and maybe you can start to bring a community together. So whether it's, you know, for more updates on this particular, you know, for more updates on marketing, join my mailing list or join my Facebook group or my LinkedIn group, whatever it might be. Okay. Follow my Instagram account. What you want to do is create some content that is related to the thing, seed some interest. I use that word a lot, don't I? Plant the seeds in the minds of your audience, seed your content. I use that phrase a lot, a lot, a lot. But this is what we need to do. We need to seed that thing and get those people 
all in one place. So like I said, whether it is on a list or through a following or a community, whatever it might be. Because people, if they're interested in that thing, they're going to continue to be interested in it. You can keep feeding it and they're going to share it with their friends, with their colleagues maybe, and more people are going to come into that community if we're doing it consistently. We can also, also sort of test the water a little bit with this as well. So maybe there are a few hints and, and that kind of thing in there. You know, what if, you know, you know, has anyone heard of this particular thing being available? If this particular thing was available, would you use it? And you start to see the response. And maybe that's going to help you shape this thing that you're developing whilst we're in those final stages of launch. Okay, finesse that product before you actually announce it to the masses. You know, if you're starting from zero and you're thinking, like, I've, I've never done anything before, I'm literally, like, if I were to start something now, you know, when I launched the podcast, people already knew me because of marketing. Some people knew my story. So actually starting to create an audience around the podcast so that I could launch it was a little bit easier. But let's say I was completely new to, I'm completely new to business and I've got my new thing, my new business to launch you're starting from zero. Well, in that situation, maybe you need to look at spending a little bit of money on you know, some social media ads, that kind of thing to create a bit of awareness. And again, thinking about this podcast right now, I have some very, very low level, low budget ads running just to create a bit of awareness around the Christina Talks brand because I have plans for this podcast this year and I need to sort of extend it beyond my, my initial audience, if you like, and, and kind of, you know, increase that growth a little bit. So I, I've put a little bit of budget behind that just to help it along. But like I said, if you were starting from zero, maybe that's something you need to do immediately if you don't have time to build that pre-launch audience organically. Whilst you're doing that, you need to actually plan some sort of pre-launch campaign. Um, and, you know, th this, this is the thing. It's like people agonize over that launch. Is, there, is my thing perfect? Is it absolutely what? And they're, they're so caught up with perfection that they don't actually think, well, I need to make sure that there's like a pre-launch campaign in place. I don't, I, you know, I need to drop a few teasers. You know, maybe I'm going to reveal some colors and say something's clean, you know, just a square of color and say something's coming. Maybe I'm going to talk about, you know, the I've got something coming this year myself, actually, and it's not going to launch until probably quarter two, quarter three. But already, every now and then, I'm talking about the fact that I've got something planned and it's top secret. Um, on my Instagram stories, on my TikTok account a couple of days ago, there's a post and it's like, I've got something top secret. I told the team about it last night. They're really excited. And look what I've walked into this morning because they left me a lovely note on my desk and I kind of blacked out where they mentioned what the top secret thing is. So even right now, I'm dropping a tiny little bit of a teaser that something's coming. This is part of a pre-launch campaign over like January, February. I need to talk about the thing without talking about the thing. Because then on February, when I start to say like, here's what's coming, this is what my plan is, and start to release little snippets and, and that kind of stuff, people are already, like their interest is peaked already. Okay. So, you know, you kind of need to have that content planned out and it's not just, you know, it's not just a case of I've launched, 
here's my, th you know, it's launch day today, hurrah, here's the thing. We need to build up to that. We need to get some interest, some anticipation going. It might be videos talking about a certain problem, okay? It might be we go from, like I said, it's those initial posts, little videos with, like with some sort of reveal of a colour or part of a product or um, you know, so we kind of see what it is without giving too much away, releasing the logo, releasing the name, but without perhaps saying what, you know, if it's a, a name that is almost like a made up word that doesn't give away what the thing is, like maybe that's part of it. Talking about the pain without saying what the solution is, then then releasing a strap line, then, re then releasing what the thing is called, perhaps if that's the right place to do it then. But remember, it's like, it's all this anticipation, all this build-up. This is what's going to create some excitement so that when you come to launch day, this thing that's coming, it's like, you know, we're doing a countdown. My new product, my new range of mugs is coming and it's five, four, three. We've got two days, one day left and it's launched and now you can buy it. That's how a pre-launch campaign works, okay? So we start to release the secret. We get people excited. Everyone knows what's coming and they're waiting and they're waiting and now they can have it. And if you're, if you're relaunching something, then you kind of need to do the same thing. And here's the trick. When you do that launch, you need some sort of yeah, we've got a few options here. Um, and if I should really put the link to the blog in the show notes. This is the thing with, with when you launch something, you've got a few different options. So option one, which is the, the least favorable option is, ta-da, here's my thing. Why don't you buy it? No one knew it was coming. No one really knows what it's about. They've just seen, you know, it's just there on the social, buy my, buy my thing. That's not a great option. It's not very shareable. People are not bought into it. People are not, they've not been excited about supporting you. So option two is for you to go, ha ha, here's my thing. And if you buy it now, you'll also get dot, dot, dot. Okay. And, and we see it all the time. It's like, my course is being released. Why don't you buy it? And if you buy it now, if you buy it today, you'll get ABC. And if you pay in full, you'll get ABC and XYZ as a special bonus. I'll do this particular thing for you. And that's great. But sometimes I think it undervalues what you're selling. Okay. What I really like is when option three happens. And option three only happens if we've created that audience and designed that pre-launch. We've done it all properly. Because what happens is on option three, you're not going to die. Here's my thing. What happens instead is uh, at the door and someone going, is it open yet? How do I get to the front of the queue? How can I, like, I want mine first. Yeah, if you've got people begging you to let you have your thing, that is the perfect option. Okay. Now you can do that as part of your pre-launch. You know, I mean, we see it all the time, people that, you know, pre-register for this book that's being released. Something as simple as that. Maybe if they're pre-registered, they're getting a signed copy of the book. Or if they're pre-registered, they're going to get access to a webinar. Maybe you are still going to put some, um, you know, some extras in there. But actually, if you can build that irresistible offer, 
can't believe I just used that phrase, but there you go. If you can build that irresistible offer into your pre-launch, that's how you get option three. That's how you get people going. Is it time yet? Is it time yet? Is it time yet? Now, for some things that you're launching, you want to make sure that those extras, like people can only get them on the day you go live, because let's say, um, you know, when I launched my podcast, I didn't really care about charting and things like that because, and I regret that now in all honesty, if I, if I were to launch my podcast again, I would do it completely differently. This podcast, when I very first started, it was about me having really good conversations with really good people. And it still is, but it was more about me than it was about you listening to this. And I think I've said that before, and I I don't mind being honest around that. This wasn't a vehicle to generate leads. It wasn't a vehicle to create an income or anything like that. When I launched it, I wasn't even, I wasn't sure how far it would go. I wasn't sure if I would make it into double digits in terms of episodes, let alone still be here. What am I, 18 months later? Literally counting on my fingers how many months it's been. 15 months later, 15 months later. So, you know, I didn't know I'd be here now. And and part of that plan at the time was like, if I am 15 months in, you know, as I get closer to episode 100, if I can get to episode 100 and I've still been able to, to get here, then at that point I need to really think about you know, monetizing this thing because it costs me money to produce. Hobbies are expensive. So if, you, if, I can t- if I can create enough income from the podcast to pay for the podcast, it pays for my hobby. I can then look at getting like, you know, doing cooler things, better production, um, better guests. I can be, you know, if it pays for me to attend some events where I'm meeting like awesome, or, I mean, I'm already interviewing some pretty awesome people, I think, but if I can raise that game again and the podcast pays for that to happen, then it's a brilliant place. But here's the thing, right? When I get to that point, I will be relaunching the podcast. And at that point, I will care about things like charting. And it's the same. If you um, publish a book, let's say, you, you would want that book to be a bestseller, whether it's just an Amazon bestseller or if it's ending up on like a, you know, the Times or the independent bestseller or WH Smith's bestseller list or whatever it might be. In that situation, you want some sort of launch where everyone buys almost at the same time on the same day. So everyone downloads that podcast the same time, the same day, so that you can raise yourself up those charts. Again, it's only possible. Yeah, I know I'm getting repetitive. It's only possible if you create that audience, if you have that fantastic pre-launch plan, if you're pre-launching with an offer where people go, oh my God, I can't not have this. And I honestly think that's the key to using social media from a launch perspective. It's to have those three, have those three things in place, but also then remember, like on that day when you've launched. Don't lose momentum on day two, on day three, on day five, on day 10, on day 25, you shouldn't be taking your foot off the gas. You've kind of built this crescendo to a certain point and you need to keep that going. You need to make sure that you're you know, still posting, you're still 
adding value, talking about the pain, keep talking about the problem that your solution addresses, keep giving your audience what they need in order to resolve whatever that problem is and pointing out how you can help. Um, you know, you don't want to oversell through social media, but you want to make it really clear how you can help people, whether it is that product, that app, that book, that podcast, whatever it might be. We don't want to be aggressive. We don't want to be blatant. We don't want to be tacky. And we definitely don't want to lose momentum. Now, you know, realistically, over a period of time, Things are going to drop off. Other things take precedent, maybe. You've got other things that launch, and so this takes a back foot, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, if you listen to, yeah, there, there, there is whatever music you listen to, okay, whether it's, I don't know what the cool kids listen to. I've got no idea. I can literally, all I can think of right now, the only thing jumping in my head right now is One Direction. And um, yeah, I think that's a little bit outdated, Christina. But, you know, whether it is whatever's top of the charts, download charts right now, whatever it is on, if I open iTunes, it suggests something to me because it's trending or TikTok trending tracks or whatever it might be, okay? If you listen to a piece of classical music, there will be times where there is a crescendo in that melody. Okay, and that crescendo happens and it grows and grows and grows and it's there and it maintains at a certain level and then it drops off again. But then before the end, it will crescendo again. And as it as it grows and it grows, that crescendo is happening and it all grows and grows and grows. This is what needs to happen when you're launching and relaunching. Okay, so build an audience, do that pre-launch plan launch with an offer that people cannot say no to, keep that momentum going and then plan, okay, when is the next relaunch going to be? When is that next crescendo going to happen? And throughout all this, you know, all the usual things, you know, there's all there's a bunch of things you need to make sure you're doing. You'd be really clear on who you're targeting. Make sure you're, you know, then creating the noise in the right places so that you get in front of those people. You know, if you're trying to reach, I don't know, people that are heading towards retirement, then TikTok's probably not the best place to reach them. So, you know, think about those channels in that way. Be really clear about what it is you're launching and, you know, what the deliverables need to be. Where's the ROI? Set some clear objectives around that. Use the right hashtags and research them first so that, you know, I think, you know, we're, no one's ever going to forget the whole hashtag Susan Boyle album party debacle. We, you know, it's, um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, then maybe, you, you know, just write it out and don't capitalize anything and you will see where the problem is there. Um, think about your offline tactics as well as your online tactics as well. So, you know, a really good campaign is integrated. It's not just social, it's using some email marketing, it's using some print as well. Um, especially in a B2B business. And if you've got an existing database, you should be using every kind of media as part of your launch and you know, create a really integrated multi-touch campaign that's really going to work to launch your product and service. Create relationships, joint venture, in influencers, that sort of stuff. Get them on board, get them behind what you're doing. 
run, you know, we're seeing loads of competitions and challenges and things like that, especially around the launch of podcasts at the minute. I've seen so many competitions used to launch and relaunch podcasts. Um, I might even do that myself when the time comes. But most importantly, it's like measure the results. So we've done this launch. We've seen what's worked, what's not worked. So when we come to do the relaunch, even if it's a brand new business, measure it now. I did this much activity on these channels. This was the one channel that worked really, really well. This or these two channels, this channel, I don't need to worry about next time because it just doesn't do anything for me other than create work. You know, stuff like that you need to know. And like I said, it's almost a case of, Once you've launched, you've kept that momentum. Now it's time to dial it back. Start planning your relaunch. Get back into that position again. Like I said, we've got, I've got amazing things happening this year that I'm so, so excited about. January 2022, when I'm recording this podcast and it's being released, part of my plans right now are how do I build my database again to the next level? How do I increase my the the following of this podcast, my connections on LinkedIn, so that come end of quarter two, quarter three, when I'm releasing this thing that I'm not telling you about, that I've got that new audience there ready to receive what it is I've got for them. I said, oh, that audience will be there. There'll be a pre-launch plan. I'll implement that. I'll keep momentum when it's time. When I then know actually episode 100 is coming up in this podcast, I now want to relaunch the podcast. That's when a new crescendo starts to happen. Like I said, I have written an article on this. It's over on the Green Umbrella website. I hope that this has been, I don't know, interesting to listen to. Um, It is a marketing thing. I hope it's useful. And if it's raised any questions, just give me a shout.